welcome back to another episode of Creating Magic. I'm Danny. And I'm Paula. And today, and I'm Trisha. Oh, yeah. Trisha's here. So Trisha's going to surprise. We all just spent a crazy weekend in Dallas. Yes. Did all the things. Yep. Hung out with all the people. Saw 3 a.m. way too many times. Way too many times. Recorded silly reels at 3 a.m. <laughs> Dressed up as ghost. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> we had fun. We got a lot of weird looks, but we had fun. And there was this one moment where we we were dressed up as ghosts. So we were doing this in the middle of the Dallas Arboretum. Which that's awesome. Full of people on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. This little girl comes running up to me because I'm taking photos of the other two dressed as the ghosts, and she just she's really sweet and like a little shy. You can tell, and she comes up and she's like, "Can I get a picture with them?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, of course." So I'm like looking around for her mom. I'm like, "Where's this child's mom?" And she comes up like a few minutes later. She's like, "She saw you guys from across the way and just beeline." That's awesome. You guys are celebrities. <laughs> Celebrity ghosts ghost that will soon be kicked out. Ghost celebrities. There were also quinceanera photos being taken at the Arboretum. Yeah. I think that would be a, a cool spot. I looked at like the videos you guys shared and I was like, oh, this looks so nice. It, it looks very gorgeous. fall. Yeah, it's very gorgeous. And so the Arboretum actually gave us tickets to be able to go over there and check it out. So If people are planning to go to the Forbidden Forest and need some daytime activities, I highly recommend the Arboretum. They also, they had like the building set up, but they do like a 12 days of Christmas set up and they have like things throughout the Arboretum for Christmas and for the holidays. So there are tons of events over there. We are there for autumn at the Arboretum, which actually ends this week, next week. This weekend, the 5th. So there's still a few days to get in there. But their theme is the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. So they had like the Snoopy house and like displays of all the characters. I think I posted the video of us all dancing. Yeah. It was fun. Where'd you get those sheets? (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was also your idea. It totally was. (laughs) <laughs> you were gone oh, like, about just us taking sheets from the hotel, and it was your idea. Yeah, uh, they were like, "Oh, we should just go get like they were gonna go to Walmart or something." I was like, "Just ask for some sheets here, say you're cold." <laughs> I was gonna say the Arboretum's a really nice area. Like people in Texas, like day trip to Dallas to go to the Arboretum. So you were surprised how many people were there because it had been raining all night. And then oh, yeah. we got there, it had rained that morning. So we're like, oh, let's push it off, see if it clears up a little before we go. And it was still packed. There were kids trick-or-treating, people in costumes everywhere. Um, that's awesome. Is this something that's open all year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's essentially like a botanical gardens. It's just a couple oh, yeah. So and it's right by the I lake. kept calling it I kept calling it the arbitrarium. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys are going to the Arbitrarium on Saturday? Yeah, we went to the Arbitrarium. It was was great. We had a lot of fun. Um, And then we actually headed up to have dinner with Trisha. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, it was fun. It was nice that we were able to meet up and have dinner, you know, somewhere before we went because we didn't, we never wound up running into you guys when we actually got onto the trail. Yeah, well, um, we we lost a wand on the trail, so we had to backtrack the whole way. Oh. So we had some good food. We failed yeah, at we, taking a group photo together. Yeah, we did. That means you guys were having a good time. We did. We, we did. It was like Those a nice little Mediterranean place. Mm-hmm. Nothing super fancy, but it was seven minutes from Little Elm Park, which is where the Forbidden Forest takes place. Or is set up, not takes place. It's where it's happening. Yeah. Patricia, did you change hotels afterwards or no? Yes. Yes. You were like, I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we had planned anyway. So my husband went with me. So he was there the whole time. Um, and so we we had tickets to go on Saturday. And so we had already booked our hotel for Saturday closer to the location. So when Hector had invited me to go on Thursday, we just stayed where everyone else was staying and there for the two days. Um, so we did check out Saturday morning and go to Little Elm. Um, we stayed at, um, it's called The Elm. It's like a Ramada hotel by Wyndham or something like that. And it was really nice. It's literally like three minutes from the the park. So it was like literally right up the street and it was like a really nice area. There was like tons of places to eat. And so there's stuff to do too. Yeah, there was like this, um, I think it's called Tinman Social. It's like this big building. You guys have like main event? Yeah. So it's kind of like that, but like for mostly adults. So like Chuck um, for adults. Yeah. Kind like, of. That's so, what I call main event. Like a, like a Dave, Dave and Buster's type? Yeah, but like not as many like uh, arcade type games. They'll like they have had like, bowling and axe throwing. Uh, and then they had like a restaurant, a bar and things like that. So there was like a lot like more there was, and it was like, literally you could walk from the hotel to there. It's like right in front of it. So it was a really nice area. Yeah. And stuff like that is good because forbidden forest doesn't open till seven at night. Mm-hmm. So for people planning to come from out of town, you might want to find a few things to do during the day because you're not going to be able to get into the forest until seven at the earliest. Yeah, it's like right next to where we stayed is like right next to like a big apartment complex too that's fairly new. And they have one of those um I don't know if you guys have them like in Florida, but we have a lot of them here in Texas where it's like a giant kind of like um screen like where they'll show like football games or like movies and there's like a big green area where you can like just bring a chair and sit or kids can play and there's like a giant playground and so it's like literally like right next to the hotel so like even if you just wanted to like go out and let your kids run around you know for a little while you could get out of the hotel um and stay and the hotel itself it has like a full bar inside the hotel so it's not like attached to it or anything like that so if you were like with friends and wanted to have drinks like you didn't even have to leave your hotel to do that so of the three of us i am the only one that has previously been to the forbidden forest Mm. why don't you guys tell us what your reactions were to the forest 
wear comfortable shoes. <laughs> yes. But because I, I really liked it. Yeah. And the walk from the parking lot to the actual entrance yes. was wow. Yeah. If you're well, like walk. the length of the, the park, like the walk yeah. itself. It it, oh it, it, it it's definitely... beautiful though it's all lit up and pretty <laughs> but yeah, um... we went when we went on saturday like there were a lot of people that were even confused as like where to go um because like there wasn't any signage and there weren't that many people out like oh go this way and so there were people like walking extra trying to figure out where to go and so that walk is like long for real <laughs> yeah it's a it's a bit of a hike, but just so you know, going into this experience, it is an outdoor requires you to move type of experience. Yeah. Um, I will say compared to, and we mentioned this, we have an interview that will play at the end of this section of this episode. Uh in Virginia, where I went, the it was a it was a legit like nature trail type park. Oh, wow. Dirt, rocks, sticks, all of it. This one, there's a section that is like a dirt packed trail, but it's packed pretty well. And we mm-hmm. saw like electric scooters on it, wagons, strollers, and then it's paved the rest of wet of the way. And I honestly think my feet hurt more because I was walking on pavement the whole time versus like earth. Oh, probably. Right. But it makes it more accessible to more people. Yeah. Because of it being paved the way it is. I think yeah. I- I mean, I don't know what the other one was like, but I think I would prefer to walk on a paved. Because I feel like earth is uneven. <laughs> and I'm clumsy. I would have been like, I, I definitely tripped over myself a few times, but I don't remember if that's just me tripping myself or the fact that we wore robes because it was 30 degrees oh. when we went last year. Oh, man, that sounds nice. So it was the first time I ever had robes or wore them. So I think I may have possibly been tripping over said robes. Yeah. I mean, but I really liked it. I would definitely do it again. Um, and I like, like you said, that it, it was, It's. I guess to me, it's like the kind of like the exhibition where depending on where it is, it's mm-hmm. set up differently. Yes. Um, so your experience is not going to be the same all the time. I mean, obviously, you're going to see a lot of the same things. There but this time they had the interactive mm-hmm. section, right, that they didn't have at the. And there were some at, things that weren't there this year. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there's a you've probably seen my reel. There's a reel I have where it's Katie and uh, Nicole, and it's the video of the centaurs talking about their strange creatures. Oh yeah, they yeah. don't have any of the centaurs in there. Interesting. So yeah, I forgot. that's that would have been cool to see. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that I can recall that was not there. But I liked it. It was really nice. I mean, I. If you like, I mean, if you love Harry Potter, that's the place to be. Um, it had a lot of, I loved, I know Trish is not going to like this, but I love the spider section. <laughs> um, I really liked that. I loved like where they had the Expecto Patronum, like the Patronus yeah. area and the, just all that stuff. It was really cool. Super interactive. Very like the the Buckbeak thing. Of course, I teared up a little bit. I have the video. Um, we know. Yeah. 
I didn't cry, but I, but I already knew like walking up, like, oh, this is going to make me like tear up for sure. Yeah. Um, because he is my favorite magical creature. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I mean, I, I loved it. I would definitely do it again. They had Hagrid looking over. So Lake Elm is on, mm-hmm. Little Elm Park is on a lake. Yes. And so the Hagrid set up, He's looking out at the lake. You can't really tell because it's so dark out. Yeah. But I was like, he's looking out at the black lake. And if I don't know if you caught this, Paula, because when we went, the lights weren't on that setup and they had to go back yeah. and get them turned on because we went to the media night. Um, and it's it was hard to catch, but in front of him and down to the left, there's actually a boat. It's a little boat. Light yeah. Hanging on it. I didn't notice until I was looking at my pictures. I saw it in the pictures. Mhm. Was like, like just like everything, like the little the the owls in the tree. The I love the little tunnel before you got to um the, the spider city. section. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The like, eyes, like the, the werewolves. The sounds, like the music and the sounds, like it's really cool. I would if you're not a big Harry Potter Potter fan and want to go. I really enjoyed it. Even I know you were saying called like about the like uneven earth. I I was impressed the fact that it was like really packed. When we went on Saturday, it had like poured down rain like minutes before we got there. It was like pouring down rain. And so when we were walking that first section, it was like wet and like squishy and like never did I ever feel like I'm going to slip and fall or like bite it here. You know what I mean? So I thought it was like pretty good. I also, even though I like hate spiders, uh, I was like terrified watching everybody who had been to the other ones with the spiders that like come down. I was like just anticipating that as we like went through that dark tunnel, like it's going to happen at any point here. Um, But I loved seeing like Aragog like so up close and like the size of him was like just really impressive um, to see. I thought that was like one of the like more impressive um, areas that they had set up um, as a whole but I also loved doing the Patronus and all the interactive pieces were like so nice um, my husband really loved seeing like the Ford Anglia and the way they did it before they actually just showed like, you like the, the lights yeah. panning yeah yeah so yeah it was really fun it was a lot I like the fact that they didn't just you're not like just like walking to like the next section like there's lights there's music there's like audio you're being you're hearing you know that's like leading you into that next section yeah. you know yeah I thought that was really nice it's like very seamless like you never feel like oh I'm walking and I can still like hear the stuff from before it's like very like mm-hmm. it the stuff it's matches great. and like you're it's like there's like a flow to it so it was really cool. Yeah, really I also like, like, oh my God, guys. <laughs> so in Virginia, the village was like a third, two thirds of the way through the trail. So then you left the village and you still had some stuff to do. Mm. Here, the village is at the end of the trail, but they have photo ops in the little village and they had s'mores and fire pits. And that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. And they, yeah. yeah, they had like lots of snacks too. Lots of snacks. Um, they have some drinks, alcoholic and non-alcoholic. With light up cubes. 
Yeah, the lineup cubes are fun. I really enjoyed the lineup ice cubes. That's why I, I know, got them. Like, Me too. I got it for the lineup like, ice cubes. We both, we all did. We were like, can we have the? We didn't even know what it was called. And we we're like, can we have this drink with the lineup cube? The one that lights up. <laughs> like we're four years. Which old. one? The one that lights up. So Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, when we went back on Saturday, my husband was like, what do you want to drink? And I was like, I want the lemonade. <laughs> He's like, what's the deal with the lemonade? I was like, just give me the lemonade. The light ice cube. Um, I, I like the merch store this year. Mm. I did enjoy that one. I spent way too much money. I liked the merch store, too. I heard from a lot of people that said, like, the other ones didn't have very much yeah, at all. I was a very... Lot. It was I more it was reasonably there. priced yes. for for merch because generally, like when you go to like a special event like that, the stuff is yeah like, like sixty bucks way for out of range. Yeah. You know, um, like, I, bought, I like, like the key. Ravenclaw shirt, but they didn't have my size, which is the only reason I don't have it. <laughs> but I bought a, a Luna keychain. And it was only $12. I mean, I know it's a keychain, but you're thinking like $12. But I thought that that was, I was like, oh, this is not bad. Yeah, I we're used to like other prices where you're going to spend $25 for a small keychain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so pretty that I don't know that I'd actually put it on my keys because I don't want it to get ruined. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So things like that, like I hang them on my Christmas tree. I turn them into an mm-hmm. ornament. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's probably. It's her little shoes. Yeah. So, so cute. I bought a couple of pins. Um, I bought like the glow in the dark Death Eater pins. Ooh, uh, got some of those. They had the Death Eater set, and then they had a Luna set. Yeah. Um, I got the Death Eater set, and then I think I got the Aragog pin too. Because you love spiders. Yeah. <laughs> I think you love spiders. I, I I'm not believing this anymore. You've seen me game footage of me playing this game. I have seen you. <laughs> you play it in arachnophobia mode? No, I like play. So I was like already playing it before that came out. And so then at that point, I felt like I've already like committed this much. There's no reason to switch it now. Like, I don't mind like still... seeing them. I hate hearing them when you can't see them. You're like, oh, yeah. You hear the skittering. Yeah. I don't yeah. like the sounds. And that's usually what gets me too is like that. So Virginia did have the Virginia the location because we were with our friend Virginia. They had a essentially a arachnophobia pack. So if you didn't like the spiders, you could not take that path. And that is not an option in Texas. Texas is that you can't surpass the spiders you can walk past them pretty quickly but you can't skip them all together yeah they're not too bad but I like I think like aside from the buck beak section that's where I spent the most time spider like I kept waiting for him to come out I I love love and it has like it's not even like relevant to harry potter i love the mushroom section the mushrooms i need a mushroom section and they're synchronized to the music which i didn't realize until saturday yeah they were really pretty i just want them for my yard just a whole mushroom did you guys capture like the uh 
the unicorn that was like kind of and like the bushes. Yeah, it's like hard yeah. to see. And you were like looking. Yeah, that's the thing is like if you go too fast, you will miss things. Yeah, there's like little things hidden all around. Yeah, I agree. The Niffler on on Thursday, the Niffler had not caught the necklace. On Saturday, he had the necklace. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the carriage with the oh yeah the festival. That was cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. It was nice that they had like added that touch, and even like you could see it kind of like, like moving move, a little. Bit. Yeah, and you yeah, hear the like, line from the movie. Yeah, and you were pretty close to it too. Like you didn't feel like you were disconnected, where you couldn't get like a good photo with something because it was too far away. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You you could pet the thestral. Yeah, I did pet the thestral. At the beginning, um, when you went on Saturday, did they do the Lumos thing for you? Uh, right. Yes. The, yes. Yeah, I guess it's just like when we went in, I told my husband, like, they did this whole, like, thing. And, like, I guess, like, where we wound up, they didn't do it. And I was like, oh, I'm really sad. Probably, like, weirdly in between the group. Yeah. Yeah. With the Deluminator. Yeah. I told him, I was like, this is, like, such a cool part. Like, the whole, like, thing lights up and it's like feels really magical. And then he was like, she didn't do anything. I was like, it it happened to her. I promise I have footage. Yeah, I was like, I'll have to show you the video later. I will still say this is my favorite experience I've done with Wizarding World things. Like, I enjoy the exhibition, but I love the Forbidden Forest. Hmm. I love the Forbidden Forest, but I still prefer the exhibition just for pictures. Because it's really hard to take pictures in a of yourself, at night? not of the things. Mm-hmm. At night, taking pictures of things is fine, but the things with you in it is a little bit more. Yes. It's a little more complicated. Um, but for like pictures, I like the exhibition. I like this because it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're outside, so you're like with the elements, so you're kind of like in it. I don't know if that makes sense, yeah. but. I feel like there was a missed opportunity to do a boat photo op since there was a lake. But I just always want a really good boat going up to the castle photo op. (laughs) That's what I want. And every every place should have that photo op because we had so much fun. That's why we wanted to go to Chicago at play, Magic at play, because we were like, oh, I took a picture of the boats. We didn't even care about anything else. We were like, where are the boats? We want to take a picture with the boats. That's awesome. And there were like three or four boats, and we had enough people to fill them all. Yes. But that's just one one of those photo ops I would like to see more of. Yeah, I could see that. Um I was going to say, I really loved the Forbidden Forest, but I had have to agree with Paul's. I loved the exhibition. Like, I just loved it so much. I feel like there were, like, so many, like, places you could actually, like, get into and get photos with or, like, feel like you're, like, experiencing it. 
Um, and it you is know. getting better every time they do it. So I have yeah. been to all three U.S. locations of the exhibition. So next up, we are going to listen to our interview with Alan Scott, who works with Fever. He has worked with the Forbidden Forest globally for the last three years. So take a listen. We do apologize. It is a bit loud as there's music throughout the entire Forbidden Forest. So you will hear that in the background. Yep. So first, why don't you introduce who you are and what you do? Great, of course. Um, so I'm Alan Scott. I, um, I manage the show globally from Fever. From Fever. Uh, I've been at Fever for three years, so basically this was the first project I started working on when we kicked it off in Manchester back in 2021. Um, and then, yeah, since then I've been kind of touring around with the world with it, really. We did New York, but you guys have been there, uh, Washington DC, Brussels, and back to Manchester for the second iteration. Yep. Nice. So what is it like, because you're in like a park essentially, Yes. bringing something and fitting it into a space that's already created that you really can't like you can't move trees in a park no (laughs) absolutely i mean every show we've done so far and all the shows we will do will all be different you you can never have the same show in two locations because actually we adapt the creative to the location it's not an event where that is like you will have experienced it it's a different show here than it was in leesburg and because we have to adapt to the natural environment. So what we do, we'll have a team come out and check out the park and they will start to build the narrative, build where things can fit into the space. If they see some crooked trees, that might be the right place for the dark arts area. And if it's a big open space, then what can we do with that space? So every creative is different and it will always be different everywhere we go. So how long does it, setting up something like this take? Well, what I would say is, technically, the show that you see in Little Elm Park right now is taking years in the making, really. If you think about from the, the crafting of the creatures to thinking about the, the creative and the storyline, but I guess for specifically um, bringing the stuff in, after we've designed the creative, which can take you know, six to nine months, then actually building it, it takes two to three months of lots of technicians on site, creative team coming in. It's lots and lots of people bringing it together. But, you know, I would say, Although it takes two, three months to build, it takes years to plan for. Um, I mean, we've been in discussion with this venue for over a year and a half. Um, So, you know, and finding unicorn venues like this is really difficult. I mean, we are looking around everywhere in the world. And so some people we're talking to now, we might not go to their site for another three years, but we're starting to plan the creative. And likewise with this, it's taken, you know, months, if not years to really plan it. Uh, one thing that Danny noticed yep. uh, since she's, she went to Leesburg was yep. that this one seems to be way more accessible yep. because there's like the pavement, ground, yeah. so it was easier to walk around. Leesburg was a lot more hilly, yep. a lot more yeah. rocks. And I was tripping in yeah. normal shoes. But this yep. was like very like so if somebody came with a stroller or a wheelchair, it would be a lot easier for them to get around. Absolutely, and, and that's that's not by chance. It's absolutely we've tried to find. So one thing you may notice, we went to four sites last year. We went to one this year, yeah. and part of the rationale for that is we're trying to find the perfect venues, right? One which is super accessible, not only for wheelchair accessibility, but also accessible close to the city centre. Uh, you may have noticed New York venue was maybe a bit further away from the yeah. city, um, so it's really, really difficult to find the right balance of a beautiful venue which has, you know, good variety of trees, lots of winged paths, but also being close to the city centre, and that has, as you say, existing infrastructure which makes it more accessible to all um, so that is part of the reasons why we are spending more time trying to find the perfect venue because we want the show to be as good as it possibly can be 
So what is your favorite part? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I mean, I love all of it. I mean, I love, I love obviously the hippogriff section is amazing. Um, I, I actually really like the the Ford Angler falling through the store. I really like, but I think for me, probably because I love the scene in the movies, is the Aragog's lair. Um, and I really like in this particular one where we go through the tunnel. We're kind yeah. of bringing down the mood a little bit. So you're like, okay, well, I'm starting to feel a bit creeped out. And then you come out the end and then you've got the spider section. Um, and I really like how we've extended that section in this uh, venue. Um, and again, it goes back to your first question. We were able to extend it because the venue allowed it. Yeah. And um, so I'll say this one, that's my favorite. Yeah. Well, what was your favorite since it's your first time? Oh, the hippogriff. Yeah. I cried. <laughs> The hippogriff He's is my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite magical creature. So for me, I I already knew when I was walking up, I was like, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, uh, and I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it is amazing. Oh, the the how realistic it looks. It it's absolutely incredible. And just um, the, the reaction, right? Yeah. You're you're bowing down, and if you don't bow down, he doesn't. Exactly. Bow, so it's pretty. It's pretty. A awesome. Absolutely. He, if you don't bow properly, he'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> and is there anything else you would like to share about it, or? About the experience, um, I mean, what I would say for those who haven't been here, or you, if you've been to one of the shows before, as you have, uh, the show is very different here. There's lots of new moments we've added in. The interactive zone at the end, for example, I think is a really good addition. And even the elements inside, although some of them are leaning on the same creatures, the way we've delivered them is different. And if you haven't been to the show before, then if, if whether you're a Harry Potter fan or not, how? What other opportunity did you get to walk in a beautiful forest and be immersed into the, the biggest idea at night? And then we're, where we are right now is in this amazing village where there's amazing food, drink, the music, a fire pit. I mean, if nothing else, you know, just this whole magical environment is a unique opportunity, and I, I urge everyone to, to check it out. Awesome. Well, thank you for talking with us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Anything else you guys want to so say much. about the Forbidden Forest? Check it out. Bring your family. It's definitely family friendly. Yeah, um, yeah. family friendly. Uh, check the I, weather. Check the weather. Yeah. Um, Trisha, do you know when it gets like colder, or is it like Florida where you can't really tell? Yeah, that's the hard part. It, it, it I mean, it usually gets and stays cold, like in January here in Texas. Okay. Uh, but like right now, it's like thirty degrees outside. So perfect robe weather. Yeah, it's like yeah. weather because in Texas, it. I mean, you guys were there on Thursday. We were all there on Thursday, and we were sweating. And yeah. on Saturday, it was thirty degrees and raining. You know, so it's like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. just dress up. Like, don't be afraid to cosplay. There are people in normal That's clothes, it. and then there was us. Yeah. I I mean, on Saturday when I went, I saw tons of people like dressed up, like even if they weren't like in cosplay, they were wearing like their Gryffindor shirts yeah, or a lot of there were a lot of robes. Yeah, a lot of robes. Yeah, a lot of school spirit, of, like Sirius and Harry. Mm -hmm. Um, they. I don't. I have. We haven't posted pictures of this, so there's no evidence yet. Uh, they caught us when we were by one of the signs taking ghost pictures in the middle of a forest. Uh -uh. That's awesome. But they thought oh, you took the you took the sheets with you to oh they my took god! This one. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. 
But to me, the dressing up part, at least for me, like that's and my me. favorite part is that. Like, um, and we'll talk about the, the concert in a few, but like I felt uh, in Dallas, I felt, I never felt this way before. I've always gone to the concerts in cosplay. Uh, so like I was overthinking it because, you know, people were like posting their outfits and I was like, oh my God, nobody's like cosplaying. People are like dressing up, dressing up. And I was like, forget it. I'm just going to do what I always do. I'm not going to like stress out about it because if I pick something like fancy, fancy, I'm going to be miserable. So, (laughs) so I went with it, but when we walked in, there was people in like, we like thought we had walked ball in. gowns. Ball we thought we would here. walk to an opera. I was like, "What is yeah. happening here?" We walked in. Yeah, and I think like, I looked at them. I'm like, "Are we in the right?" Toto, I don't think we're in Florida anymore. <laughs> I think I think we get skewed because in Florida we have a really big and active Harry Potter club that are cosplayers, and we end up seeing yeah. them a lot at these concerts. Yeah, Where- I was gonna say. Too, like when we were talking like that night I think Trey like said it best when he was saying like there's like not a lot of things in Dallas to do I mean there are but there's not right and that's like going to the symphony is like a fancy thing something to get dressed up for and so I think you guys probably just didn't know that and most of those people are probably from the area no one wanted to actively like respond to the movie until someone who is in the Zoom booed at the Dursleys. Yeah, because they were like, you know, when if you see your favorite characters, they always give that same like that's little me. talk at the like, beginning. Interact. Have, you, have you been to one before, Trisha? No, I haven't. Oh, you have. Okay, listen, that is my favorite Harry Potter experience. Like, hands down go see a freaking cinema concert it is it's a it is you will never experience the movie that way ever the live music just changes everything i'm i'm like a huge supporter i am like go see them all i'm dying to see them all i've only seen i've seen three and i've seen order of the phoenix twice we're already. not seeing them in order is our problem right we're now. not seeing them in order we're like just scattered everywhere um but they give like a little talk at the beginning where they're um, like, you know, when you see your favorite character, cheer for them. If you see somebody you don't like, you can boo. But, but like everybody was so like quiet. They're all like, uptight. They showed Petunia and nobody booed. So when uh, What's Her Face Marge showed up, I was like, boo. <laughs> and then everybody kind of like, oh, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, this is part. The part of it is that, like, um, you're you're like, and like in Orlando, they're very vocal. Yes, very. Like even when they did at the beginning, where they were asking people's houses, even there, people were a little bit like tame. I was like, y'all, house pride, come on. My biggest problem when they do that. Is they always say Slytherins in a very in negative a, tone. In a, in a negative tone. And yeah. it bothers me because every time I've seen it, and I've seen it in three different states, they always say Slytherin in this negative they way. They always say it last. And they're like, last. Slytherin. Like the way they say it. And it's like, hey, why are you like, Kate and all my people? Don't judge. 
Don't judge exactly. They, they but it's obviously that's obviously scripted because it is exactly the same mm-hmm. every single time. But it's the best way to see the movie. Like once you see the movie like that, like Danny, we want to see them all. I'm dying to see the like the first one because even though it's not my favorite one, it's the most nostalgic. And mm-hmm. I think I, I think I'd be crying the entire time, like one hundred percent. In uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, I only cried when he did the uh, um, the ones who leave us yeah. are never really gone. Cry. And I was like, <laughs> and I was I like, Chris, I was like, I don't want Danny to see me crying, and then she'll be like, Are you? Crying? I didn't even look. We knew you cried. <laughs> but it's true. It's like such a cool number one. It's air conditioned. I'm a fan. Um, and it is like, it is such a cool experience. It's, there's nothing like it. Nothing. I, yeah. I just, I'm a fan. I keep looking and there's going to be one in San Antonio where Carla's at. In <gasps> it's the first one in first February. One. I already told Carla, I think I'm coming to, I think I'm going to come stay in your room. <laughs> I'm bringing my air mattress. I'll be there. She was like, you better. Um, Oh, yeah, you bet, like, you, if you told her you're done if you don't do it you are i know done. i know she'll she'll disown me uh but i did tell her i was like hey, look uh in february the first one in san antonio because i love the way she says it um so yeah maybe maybe that's our next that could be our next stop i'm just saying i'm a fan yeah. i am 100 percent if you get the opportunity to do it, I haven't seen anything else other than Harry Potter, a cine concerts. If you could get Elf in Florida, <laughs> you would love that. We love Christmas too, just because it doesn't snow here. Florida, please. please. I did like, like every time I see the Polar, Elf one, I do I get... the Polar Express and I love the music from Ooh, the Polar Express. I love the music on Polar Express too. I'm like, yes, I will go see that because I love the Polar Express. Like they just have so many different, it's not just Harry Potter, they have so many different ones. But seriously, if you're listening, please, I'm begging you. I want to see Elf. <laughs> I thought they were doing. They are, but it's not here. It like, come I to think Florida. The I'm not even saying here. just Orlando because we've looked. I'm like, we'll drive to Tampa. But yeah, seriously, if you get one near you, Trisha, definitely 100% check it out. Anybody who's listening, yeah. it is my favorite. And I tell everybody all the time, it's my favorite. Harry Potter experience is so unique, mm-hmm. and every time I leave there, I think so cool because I want to learn. They did have the choir last yeah. time I saw Prisoner. It was a smaller choir, and they were like tucked back behind everyone, so you couldn't really see them. But this was like a full choir, yeah. and there yeah. were moments I didn't realize it was a choir singing. Yeah, the the caroling made sense though. Like when yeah. they, I was like. I was like, oh, but there were like moments, like during the dark moments, where the choir would sing, like, like, oh, what are they going to sing? It would just, yeah, it would just be like a oh, and that's all they sing down. I was like, cool. Oh, that was voices. (laughs) What was it last time in Half Blood Prince? There was something too that we were like, oh, we didn't realize it was words. Oh, what was it? There's a whole podcast on that one. You pick up a lot more random things too. Oh, we we also realized last time it wasn't words. Um, we realized this past summer we saw Half Blood Prince. Half Blood Prince. 
And Luna's lion head is like animated. Like the eyes move. The eyes move. Oh, we had never noticed that. Yeah. I've seen that movie a lot. <laughs> You've seen that movie a lot. Like, and we've like dissected that lion head. And I was watching it, and it's when she walks into the great hall asking what um Harry put in Ron's drink. And if you watch the lion, the eyes and like eyebrows of the lion move. The move. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Now now she's gonna now like, I have to go back and watch it. She's gonna be like watching it. Like, yeah, yeah we, I, 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 I mentioned, and Paula's like, hold on, it's on my phone. I was like, wait, what? I went back, didn't notice, never noticed that. And I've watched it a lot of times. How many times over the years have we watched this movie, talked about this movie, watched clips from this movie, never realized it at all? Yeah. And definitely every time I leave one of these concerts, I think I'm going to go buy myself a violin and learn how to play. I have way too much video of that first chair violinist <laughs> i was just so impressed over there you're really good that's awesome but it's so cool like in uh in order of the phoenix the, when umbridge the dun, 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 it's all violin mm-hmm. never noticed that you yeah know, you don't, it's things like yeah. that that you don't think of until you're like watching it you're like oh. i've said this every time we've talked about this but like had i seen something like this as a kid i would have been inclined to learn an instrument because it makes the connection because sometimes you watch movies and like you know there's music but you don't think about it but when you're seeing it being performed and you're watching the movie you get that connection and if i had seen that as a kid i would have probably pushed to be able to learn like i regret never learning an instrument but like seeing it, I'm like, oh, if I would have seen this as a kid, I would have probably been like, no, I need to learn an instrument. Yeah. I mean, I'm 46 years old and I want to learn how to play the violin. I don't have time, but I, I I want to. Every time I leave these movies, I'm like, I could play the violin. I could learn. <laughs> sure, they've been doing it for 20 something years. I could learn it in a week. I mean, I don't- you can learn it. You're just probably not going to be first violin for a very, very, very long time. Very, very long time. Very long time. Yeah. So which I can... movie would you want to see most? Half Blood Prince. That's like my favorite movie. And I think there's like a lot of like now just watching the movie. There's a lot of like dark scenes where there's like a lot of like intense music. So I just think that that would be like, yeah, that would be like. It my... does. That's one of the first ones we noticed that there was a, like a choir. We're like, is that people talking? <laughs> it's something. It's like, oh my god, when and now I can't think of when it is. But I remember, like Danny and I looking at each other. We're like, oh my god, there's like singing. They're singing. They're singing words. It's probably um, oh, what is it like? After like Dumbledore dies, and it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. There's something, but it's like words yeah it's ominous but there's words and we were like oh my god i would like to see goblet which is not my favorite but i feel like the music would be so fun because of all of fred and george's antics and their theme going all the time yeah i feel like goblet would be really fun to see in that setting can you imagine the hogwarts march live i was gonna say I would love to see uh, be there when Paula sees it, just to watch her. I will be recording call if we ever get movie four, 
And she's going as Dedrick for that concert. Oh, I would 100% go as Dedrick for sure. We need to find somewhere that has goblet because <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, it's so I do, I do, yeah. But that is, and I tell people all the time, like if you get a chance, if you get something in your area, go see. Not even if it's Harry Potter. I, I, I feel like, and I haven't seen anything else, but I can't imagine anything being bad. No, in that setting. I think they would all be amazing. I can't imagine it at all. I like watching the conductor. And when you're in one of the balconies, you can see the conductor screen. So the last few times we've been floor, but I saw two and three from because I my theater go-to seat is a mezzanine seat. Because if I'm on the floor, I always get worried someone too tall is going to sit in front of me. And I loved watching the conductor and their screen and how it like blinks when they're conducting. It's so cool. With these also, specifically the Harry Potter movies, once it starts in a city, it will continue. Each year it'll come back until it goes through the whole series. Okay. So if you so like San Antonio's getting Sorcerer's Stone, next year it will get Chamber. Like it well, the following year because Sorcerer is in 2024. But like so it'll come back. You'll have Chamber. Yeah. It's the only thing that screwed that up a little. But in a normal yeah. life situation, it'll actually go through the whole series each year. So we will be in June. Orlando will get Deathly Hallows Part One. Ooh, which I'm very excited. But I'd, I'd love I to, to see tissues. the first one. I mean, I want to see them all. But yeah, I'd um, eventually like to see them all. It's just like we've been, we've at least seen the last two in order. Yeah, exactly. Well, I saw Order, Order. Absolute Prince, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, I did Chamber, Prisoner, and then Order, Half-Blood Prince. Order, Half-Blood Prince. Because I moved cities in between there. So I was in Tulsa, and then um, I wasn't in Tulsa. I was driving to Tulsa to see it because it hadn't come to Oklahoma City yet. And then I moved states, and Florida was a movie ahead, which is how I've skipped number four. Oh. Yeah, I saw Order in Miami and then Order here. So uh, the following year. So, well, and in between, there was a year of nothing because of COVID. Yeah. So, right now, just to name a few of the places getting them uh, this weekend, we have Seattle and London. Come on. Let's go to London. Let's go to London. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Let's... we can get to London for this weekend. That's a little. <laughs> So I will turnarounds, but that one's a bit much. Um, Erie, Pennsylvania is getting sorcerers. Uh, Stockholm, Sweden, another Sweden. Um, ooh, come on, Michigan, Rotterdam, which I love. I do love Rotterdam. I need to tell Michelle. Davenport, Iowa. Omaha, Nebraska, all of the information's on their website. So go take a look. And that's just the November shows. All those are taking yeah. place in November. So just go to the website. You can look by then which movie it is. You can look by your city, what's close to you. You can just look at the map and see and scroll in and just figure out what's see if you're willing to drive. Yeah. Or that's fly what to another state. What I other think. did we do any other fun things this weekend or go to any places that we should be shouting out? We had that restaurant we went to in Virginia. That place was delicious. Laurel. 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 Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. 
those noodles were good. <laughs> we feasted. We did feast. We went to this really cool pizza place. It's like right outside of downtown Dallas, like in kind of like a little suburb. So it was like a 20 minute drive, but it like wasn't that far. It, like everything in there was like Star Wars themed. It was like really what? cool. How did I yeah. miss this? Girl, yeah. you did not share that with us. We're upset with you now. <laughs> it's because you guys were all at the concert when we went. I want Star Wars pizza. Me yeah. too. Now we have to go back. It was really cool. Dang, missed that. Um, you can also, uh, if you're in Dallas, there's like tons of tours, like. They have those like hop on, hop off bus tours. One day we went and ate lunch at like the, they call it a farmer's, the Dallas farmer's market, but it's really just kind of like a bunch of like. The Dallas farmer's market is amazing. I have gone there just for lunch. Yeah, that's, that's what we did. We went for lunch. Um, Aaron and I bought so much stuff. That was like really good. Um, There's also like the. It was good. I love the Dallas Zoo Aquarium Pyramid. Trisha, would you like to tell people where to find you? On Instagram, uh, I'm the Texas Potterhead. Is that because you live in Texas? Yes. When I created my Instagram name, I was not very creative. It was like, hmm, this works. Okay. (laughs) And Paula, where can we find you? You can find me at Unconceivable. You can find me on TikTok, Threads, Twitch. Where else can you find me? Even Facebook, actually. <laughs> all the things. And, yes, on all the things. You can also find me on Creating Magic podcast on Instagram. Right. I'm the co-host, along right. with Danny. You are the co-host. And we're about, we're getting ready to plan for next year, so we have some yes. fun stuff uh, hopefully planned because we haven't done it yet. So I'm speaking in the future. We have some fun stuff planned, and then um, I want to thank Forbidden Forest and Fever for inviting us out, Dallas Arboretum for setting up us us up with some tickets, and for Cine Concerts for inviting us to the Harry Potter in concert. You can find all their information on harrypotterinconcert.com for cine concerts, um, Harry Potter Forbidden Forest for the forest, Dallas Arboretum for the <laughs> Arboretum. All of them have websites, Instagram accounts. We have posts tagged with all of them there. So for, check them out. And thank you once again for inviting us for all this fun stuff in Dallas. And then you can find me at Mandrakes and Mischief and Creating Magic Podcast. And until next time, keep creating.